welcome to Talk Strategy to Me, a podcast where I dive in and give you bite-sized chunks of information that you can use instantly in your business as soon as you finish listening to this episode. And now today I am super pumped because I am joined by Marissa and I have actually known Marissa for years, not in person, just in the online space, because back when I was a blogger, back in 2008, she was a blogger too. And I was beyond excited when I stumbled upon her and we instantly reconnected. It was honestly the best. Now, because she's all about simplifying and organizing not only your life, but your business, I honestly wanted to have her on the podcast because anyone who talks about simplifying, I am totally here for it. So let me introduce you to Marissa. I have already given a really nice little overview about who she is and what she does. But Marissa, I would love it if you could explain a little bit more about you to my listeners, because I am sure that they're going to love you as much as I do. I would love to. Yeah. Thank you for that lovely intro. So for anybody who hasn't heard of me before, I'm Marissa Roberts. I'm a simple business strategist, which basically means I look at ways to make things easier so that you can work less hours and not work as hard (laughs) in your business. Yeah. But not sacrifice your income or your lifestyle is really what we're aiming for. Basically, I like to make life and business easy for people. And yeah, I've been oh, I've been running my own businesses for more than 10 years now online because my original one started off an organizing blog and it's still running now. It's called Beautifully Organized and I share tips and tools for busy mothers there. And that's kind of where I got into working online, running my business. And it's super ironic because that whole business and the blog connected to it was all about helping busy mums make their life easier, but I would go and help them and then I'd be so exhausted that my house would be a mess. (laughs) It's always the way. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But over time, you know, you find hacks, you find things that work, you get better at it. And I realized that after I was working and running that blog and that business for a few years, a lot of my customers and course buyers and clients, they would start asking me like, how do you juggle your business with everyday life? How do you juggle it with the family? Because my kids were quite young when I was first doing that. And I would just say, yeah, here's all the hacks I do to simplify how I run my business so that I can do it in a couple of hours instead of eight hours a day. Because I only like to work like two hours a day. And so I loved talking about that stuff so much that I ended up going, why aren't I doing this as a business as well and getting paid to actually talk about it, seeing I love it. So I started my podcast, which was, it's called the Simpler Business Podcast. And I basically just share all my little hacks, but I also get my friends on to talk about something they simplify in their business so that the listeners get a chance to simplify something as well, which is really fun. And you are one of my favorite guests that I've had on there. So yeah, basically that's me in a nutshell. I've been working online for about 10 years. You can also find me at marissaroberts.com. And if you're looking for an easier way to run your business, I'm your girl. I got so many great ideas. (laughs) You definitely do because I am still subscribed to Beautifully Organized. Oh, are you? I I think I got the email like two days ago. I was like, that's so funny. (laughs) I love that. No, you're still showing up in my inbox, so don't even stress. Years later, you're still in there. (laughs) That's so good. That makes me feel so, so good. I love that. So, So one of the things that I love to talk about on my podcast is finding something that people can use instantly because... I don't know about you, but sometimes I will look at something or I'll listen to something or watch something and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that later. 
Mm-hmm. Or that's going to take too many steps to get it done. So one of the things that I definitely try and do with Talk Strategy to me, the podcast itself, is give really amazing information in bite-sized chunks that people can implement straight away. Mm-hmm. So my curious question for you is, if that was the case, what would be something that you could share with everyone listening that could essentially assist them in simplifying their business in any way, shape, or form? Oh, that's a good question because there's tons of things you can do, right? And you can pick something from any area of your business. And when I work with my clients, they're like, yes, show me how to simplify sales and admin and client onboarding and that sort of thing. And sometimes they get cranky at me when I tell them this answer because it's not exactly what they were expecting, but hopefully your listeners will like it. Before you go into any particular part of your business, I always say to people, let's just make sure that you're running a business that's actually aligned with your natural energy and your talents and your strengths and the things that you enjoy doing. Because if you're not doing that, you're going to burn out within a year or two and nothing is going to be a success. Like you're just going to have to keep chopping and changing and you're never going to build momentum. So that's my big tip that I give everybody. It's it's not like a flashy secret, but you know how we say to people, you can pretty much be successful at anything as long as you're consistent with it, right? Because the consistency, you know, if you're taking consistent action, you get good at something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you can't be consistent if you're not actually enjoying what you're doing. So, uh, you know, my first activity with people is just take a step back, grab a pen and paper and brainstorm the type of stuff that makes you feel good when you're running a business. Like, something that when you're talking content creation, let's find a way to create content that you actually enjoy and feels easy to you because what feels easy to you is often very difficult for other people. So find the thing that you enjoy. When you're creating an offer to sell, make sure that your offer is something that's actually easy for you to create and deliver. Otherwise, you're going to procrastinate on it and you're not going to want to sell it and you're not going to want to talk about it and then you're not going to be consistently showing up and being visible. So it all stems from that one thing. Make sure it feels good for you. You know, some of us are natural writers, some of us are speakers, some of us are comfy on camera, some of us really don't like being visible on screen. Really tailor it to your own strengths, talents, natural skills, but also things that you enjoy. That's my big tip. 100%. I like wholeheartedly agree with you there because I think so many of us get bogged down in the fact of, oh, I need to be doing this or I need to be showing up in this way Mm -hmm. or I need to do X, Y, and Z to make money. But the thing is, if you're not actually enjoying it and you're not getting the benefit out of it, then why are you doing it? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I remember when I first started Beautifully Organized, it was so ironic because I would go to mum's houses to help them organize their home so that like specifically so that their life and their day-to-day would flow easy with young children in the house. And then I would go and do that for like six hours and then come home and be too tired to play with my own kids or cook dinner. So that business model just didn't work for me, right? It was, you know, I felt like a hypocrite because I was telling everybody how to have an easy life, but I wasn't having one myself. I mean, I love my life and my family, but I was tired. Yeah. And so when I switched to the course model 
over there where I could pre-record courses and sell them anytime. So much better for me because it took a lot of the burnout away, but also good for my clients who used to struggle with how do I book you in? Like, do I bring you over when the baby's napping? Or what if the toddler gets in the way when we're decluttering? Or, you know, I feel guilty having you see my messy house, that sort of thing, which by the way, we all have messy houses. Like... That's but totally just normal. complete FYI, I totally <laughs> clean my house before my cleaner comes. Oh, <laughs> don't we all? Don't we totally all? Totally do it. Totally yeah. do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I clean. I outsource my oven cleaning because I hate the job so much. I still scrub it before they come over. It's crazy. This year, I'm going to have to try and not do that. But yeah, so you switch the business model to something that suits you. You switch the content to creation to something that suits you. Obviously, I love talking. So podcasting is a good fit for me. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. Summit speaking, podcasting. I like to go and speak on the stage and and that's it. And then I like to go home and just, you know, ignore the world and be by myself for three hours. <laughs> Love it. That would wouldn't that be nice? Ignore mm. the world. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't yep. that be nice? <laughs> what would be then your some tips that you would give people? Mm, to simplify in their business, to make a simpler business for themselves? Oh, let's see. First thing I'd always tell people is make sure you've got systems that can do your work for you. So I have a little hack that I do on my website. It's called the Magical Contact page. So if you go on my website at marissaroberts.com and you go to the contact button up the top, you can actually see that my website does so much work on that page for me so that I don't get as many emails and I don't have to respond to as many inquiries. So when I implemented this about a year ago, it drastically reduced, it actually reduced my email so much that I thought there was something wrong with my (laughs) Gmail because I wasn't getting as many inquiries as I used to. So basically what I do with my contact page and what I recommend my clients do with theirs is have a little section up the top that says, hey, best way to reach me is here, but check all the details below because your question is usually answered there and it usually takes me a few days to get back to you. So it's a benefit for them. I give them an answer quick if they keep scrolling and they, yeah, and it's a benefit for me. I don't get so many emails. So it's things like, would you like to be on my podcast or my summit or my show? You know, I used to get a lot of those in my inbox. That was that introductory email and I'd have to go back and go, yeah, I'd love to. And then we go back and forth like a thousand times. Now I just go, yep, that's fine. Click here and we'll make it happen. And there's like a little form that they can fill out that helps them out there. And then it basically says what I do and don't do for collaboration. So if somebody wants me to like, you know, come and speak at their conference, but I have to pay for my own travel and they're not going to pay me to talk and I can't sell anything. It already says on there, sorry, I can't do it. So I don't have to be the baddie or go back and forth with six emails before I give the bad news. I love it. Uh, I love this. Yeah. Everyone needs, just an FYI, everyone needs to make this page. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've got my time zone on there so people know when they book me that I'm in Australian time, so I can't always show up at 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's got a link to all my professional photos because you know how you always have to give like a headshot photo if yep. you're doing something? Yeah, it's all just there. They can just pick it and download it. My bio is there, so I never have to go back and forth and send a bio. And course logins for my students. That was the best thing I put on this page. I was getting so many emails from students that were like, I can't remember how to log in. I bought your course two years ago and I deleted all of the access emails. So now on my contact page, it says log in here, log in here, log in here for each course. It's so easy, so easy. And then down the bottom where it's like work with me, it tells people that my client docket's pretty full, but I can do a quick little consult or a VIP day and here's how to book in for both of those. 
So it reduced drastically the amount of inbox clutter I was getting. And I didn't feel bad anymore about taking a day or two to respond to people because I didn't have to anymore. The answers were there. So yeah, saves heaps of time, saves heaps of effort. Wow. That is definitely one that you should implement. You should implement. I will be implementing this. That is amazing. Yep. So I guess my other question then for you would be, well, out of everything that you've suggested, and you've suggested a lot of things, like there's the magical contact page, there's making sure that your business is aligned with you, getting all your systems in place and figuring all that sort of stuff out. Mm -hmm. What would be one thing that you would tell people to do at the end of this episode, no matter what, what would be the one thing that you would suggest that they do as their massive takeaway or their actionable item to go and implement straight away? Oh, I'd say go back to that brainstorm, grab a pen and paper, make a cup of tea, have a glass of wine, whatever makes you feel cozy because feeling good is the part that makes this enjoyable, right? So cozy yourself up somewhere, grab a pen and paper and do that little brainstorming activity. What do I actually enjoy doing? Do I like speaking? Do I like writing? Do I like, you know, that sort of thing so that you can then look at your business model and go, well, where can I actually implement these things that I enjoy into my business model and make it smoother? You know, if you've got an offer, for example, where you're doing one-on-one services for people and you're charging per hour, but you resent having to work a certain amount of hours because you're really good at what you do and some things you get done in 15 minutes. But, you know, your client might get a really good outcome for it and you're going, oh, I'm only getting paid by the hour. That's when you can start looking at packaging, for example. You know, it's taking the time to sit down with a pen and paper, just old school, to sit down and actually hone in on what needs changing in your business. And if you get stuck, I say to people, think about what is really, really bugging you at the moment about your business. Like what is it that you procrastinate on all the time? What is it that you feel angry about when you open your email? What frustrates you the most when you see it or when you go on your website and look at your offerings? When you're on your social media, what do you really, really, what kind of annoys you about what you do? Because we all have a frustrating thing that pops up again and again. Go ahead and fix that first. Like yeah. just, yeah. So do that activity based on how you're feeling and you'll be able to go a long way. Oh, I might've given too many things in one go then. Just, no, just grab is, a pen and paper. <laughs> that is fine. No, that is that is perfect. That is absolutely perfect. I think they can definitely go ahead and do all that and basically <laughs> just think about what they want to do and what they actually want to achieve with their business. Yeah. Now, how can we find you and your amazingness? Oh, I am so easy to find. <laughs> I am everywhere. If you want life stuff, you go to beautifullyorganized.com. If you want business stuff, just go to my name, marissaroberts.com. I do have weird handles on social media. I was late to the game with getting, you know, like I don't have the same handle everywhere or I'd get two years into my business and then change my username on stuff and then realize I can't change it back again because someone's taken Marissa Roberts now or something like that. So go to my website, marissaroberts.com and on the contact page, the magical contact page down the bottom is all my little links to socials. So that's the easiest way to get in touch. I'm always on Instagram. It's Marissa Roberts official on Instagram. I live on there, but yeah. And my podcast, yeah. The Simpler Business Podcast. And just out of curiosity, do you have anything that we could download from you? Oh, yes. Okay. So I have these two, you know, when we were talking about frustrating things in your business. Yes. 
So one of the big things that I had that I realized when I was talking to people that everybody else had too was when people ask if they can take you out for coffee and get your advice or pick your brain, right? And they basically they just want a free session with you. Like my one-hour consults on Zoom are not actually that expensive. They could just book one in. But when people email and they go, can I just pick your brain? Can I just ask you a question? They're good people. I'm not judging the person, but I hate it when people ask that because it's like they're saying, you know, all those years of experience and hard work that you've done, can I please benefit off that for free and take time away from your business so that you're not getting paid at the same time? And I sound like a cow saying it, but I think we all think it when it happens. No, we all think it. I actually, funny that you say this because I actually had a potential client phone call this morning, completely random. And I basically mapped out an entire launch process for her in in this half an hour phone call. And then I was like, why don't I just do that? (laughs) I know, and we've all done it. Don't get, like, this is not something that you stop doing after like three, five, 10 years of business. You keep Mm -hmm. doing this, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't register in your brain. So tell me this resource because I think I need it. (laughs) Well, that's what I did because even though I know what to say now to turn it into a paid session, I would get stuck, right? Because I feel bad in the moment. So what I did was I took all my best answers that converted that request into, sure, I can. Here's where you book in and I can help you. And I've put them in like a little Google Doc that's a whole bunch of scripts that now I just copy and paste and copy and paste into my Insta DMs or my emails. Yeah. So I've got a whole list of that. So if people want to sign up and grab that, then they can just copy and paste their answers as well and move on with their day. And I even include like a little link to book in on my calendar. So there's no back and forth after that. It's like, sure, I can help. Here's how to do it. Bye. (laughs) I love that. I'll be downloading that. So there's that one. And what other one do you have? Oh, the other one. Okay. It's all about email again. (laughs) Oh, so emails. Sticky situations are horrible though on email, aren't they? Like if a payment gets declined. Oh, yeah. Things like that. Or if somebody's not happy and they kind of send you one of those customer complaint sort of emails, which hopefully we don't get many of, but if you do or when you do get one and just pops up out of the blue, if you're really awful about it and you don't know how to handle it or emails like encouraging people to give you a testimonial or a review, we never think to do that. So what I've done is all I've, I've come up with about six different areas of emails that we really should be sending to help our business run smoothly and grow more, but we never do it because we're so busy doing other stuff or we don't do it well because we overthink it and we get too emotionally tied to the outcome, like abandoned checkout emails, that sort of thing. So I've got this email template resource that has six email templates for those sticky situations. And what I tell people is just go in, copy and paste them, put them, if you're using Gmail, put them in your Gmail templates and then just use them really, really easily. So if somebody's payment declines, you know exactly what to say. You don't even have to stress about it. This one sounds really, really nice. It's clear, but it's firm, but it's kind. It's like three lines long, does the trick every time, right? I think my issue when I have to send those emails is I try and be like really nice about it. And then I don't come across as firm. I'm like, oh, whenever you get a chance, like it'd be amazing to get paid. It would be nice if you could part with some cash. But like, if, if you're really busy, I completely get it. Like, you've been sick, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, I can't feed my own children, but you know, like, we're all on the street. But as soon as you get a chance, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, even just let me know like a rough date of when you're anticipating this like two week late payment to come through. Because <laughs> I just saw your social post about how you had a ten thousand dollar launch, and I'd like my two hundred dollars. Thank you. That sort Please of thing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, we often know. We know what to say, right? Like we have ideas on what to say, but that emotional connection is what often stops us. So the copy-paste factor there 
makes it so much easier. So much. Yeah. And everybody could sit down and write out their own version of these, but who's got time for that? And it's no fun, right? So I'm all about doing things that feel good. Just steal mine. They're already written. Totally easy. Exactly. That well, they both sound amazing. And I can't wait. I'll be downloading both of those. So I'm in for those. And they'll obviously be added into the show notes as well. And I hope everyone loved listening to our podcast and our mini catch-up session, years in the making, but we we got here eventually. Podcasting was not a thing when we were blogging. So I actually wonder, would a lot of the people who were bloggers back then would have become bloggers if podcasting was a thing? Because I don't know about you, but I love to talk. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually considering creating a personal podcast because I love talking in my car. Like I normally vox in my lovely VAs and stuff in the car and, and my clients in the car on WhatsApp. And I everyone says to me how hysterical I am in the car because I'm so unfiltered. It'd be like car chats with Carly. That's what I'm thinking. But we'll get there. I, I don't know yet. I still need I would to listen. work out the logistics because imagine if I was pulled over by a police officer <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? Because I could be the special episode. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, nothing. And they're like, are you recording something? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Could you imagine? But the worst thing is I didn't realize that my dash cam records me. Oh, so it gets you taught like you can see what you're So you can talking. hear every single thing that I say in my car on my dash cam. Oh, it's terrible. Awesome. I hate it. Because my husband was listening to me one day and I was like, what are you listening to? He's like, I'm like, that sounds like me. Why are you listening to me? <gasps> Oh my god! And so you can hear when I talk to myself as well when I'm like, mm. <laughs> having a moment. So funny. Anyway, I so- hear you. We have that in our kitchen with our Google Nest thing. I didn't realize that the green light means the video is on. <laughs> so why am I ranting and swearing about people leaving dirty dishes in the sink while I'm on video? Anyone in my family might be watching at this moment. Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. We do have a Google Nest, but our camera's never never's on, so that's okay. You're safe. <laughs> I'm safe. Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you on. And as always, if you love today's episode, then you're going to love them all because they're all amazing. And be sure to follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're on. And I'll talk to you all.